Hey friends, thanks for joining in for this week's message. Uh, today we are beginning a new four-week message series called Canoeing the Mountains. We're going back in time about 200 years to the story of Lewis and Clark, who left St. Louis around 1804 and were going to canoe and keelboat their way all the way to the Pacific Ocean. They made it about 15 months, about 1,500 miles, and ended up at the Lemhi Pass. As they walked up the crest of the hill, they thought that they were going to look over the ridge and see the Columbia River and would be able to canoe gently and safely all the way to the ocean. It turns out they were wrong. Not only were they wrong, but 300 years of explorers were all completely, utterly wrong. What had gotten them this far would take them no farther. The things that they had learned were now useless. They had to adapt on the fly. They had to change for a completely different world than they were expecting. They stepped off the map and into uncharted territory. This story is a metaphor for where we are in our world today. We have stepped off the map and we are dealing with things that none of us ever thought we would have to deal with. And so for these next four weeks, we're going to be talking about how we can adapt and learn and grow and change what God is doing in the midst of all of this and how faith in Jesus Christ can help you learn how to canoe over mountains when that's the last thing you ever thought you would have to do. So I invite you to sit back and relax and enjoy this message called, We Are in Uncharted Territory. On May 21st, 1804, Lewis and Clark and their Corps of Discovery left St. Louis, Missouri. President Thomas Jefferson had commissioned them to sail up the Missouri River and find the water route to the Pacific Ocean that everyone believed existed, but no one had ever seen before. Meriwether Lewis celebrated his 30th birthday and William Clark, his 34th birthday, in the first year of their journey. It took them about 15 months, traveling about 2,500 miles, before they reached the source of the Missouri River. Meriwether Lewis would later recall what the journey was like. Nervous nights in a strange land, mosquitoes galore, a dark, cold winter, grizzly bears, a month-long portage around an immense waterfall, and the death of a companion. After moving upstream for 15 months, they had finally found this little trickle of water that would become the Missouri River. This would travel all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. They had found what no other person of European descent had ever found before. The most challenging part of their trip was now behind them, or so they thought. 
For over 300 years, explorers from at least four different countries had been looking for the water route that would connect the Pacific Ocean to the Mississippi River. Everyone just knew it was out there somewhere. Everybody assumed if you looked long enough and hard enough, you would find it. The British, the French, the Canadians, and now the Americans all believed this water route existed. And Lewis and Clark were charged with finding it. This is why the Americans purchased the Louisiana Territory, so they could discover it and have access to the Pacific. Whoever found it would control trade and commerce and the great natural resources of the continent for decades to come. This discovery was so important that Spain sent two different war parties to intercept and kill the Corps of Discovery before they could find it. Lewis and Clark were about to realize the dream of centuries of pioneers. They would be famous. Lewis believed he was about to walk up a hill and look down a gentle slope that would take they and their crew a half day to cross with their canoes on their backs that would then lead them to the Columbia River. After 15 months of going upstream, they looked forward to drifting downstream to the Pacific. They could coast to the finish line. They could not have been more disappointed. What Lewis actually discovered was that 300 years of experts had all been completely and utterly wrong. In front of him was not a gentle slope to a navigable river running to the Pacific Ocean, but the Rocky Mountains. Stretching out for miles and miles as far as the eye could see was one set of peaks after another. There was no Northwest Passage. There was no navigable river. There was no water route. The driving assumption of the brightest, most adventurous, entrepreneurial, and creative leaders regarding this new world had been absolutely wrong. Lewis and Clark had discovered that the entire mental model regarding the continent was incorrect. The second assumption at work in the minds of the explorers of that day was that the geography west of the Continental Divide was the same as the geography east of the Continental Divide. They had all assumed that in the same way the land rose gently over thousands of miles to a peak, you would also descend gently to the Pacific Ocean. They thought that in the same way they had been able to canoe and keelboat up the river, they'd be able to drift down to the ocean. They were wrong. At that moment, everything that Meriwether Lewis assumed about his journey changed. 
He was he was planning on exploring the new world by boat. He was a river explorer. They had planned on rowing and they thought the hardest part was behind them. But in truth, everything they had accomplished was only a prelude to what was in front of them. Lewis and Clark were about to go off the map. They were about to go into uncharted territory. They would have to change plans, give up expectations, and reframe the entire mission. What lay before them was nothing like what was behind them. There were no experts, no maps, no best practices, and no sure guides who could lead them safely and successfully. The true adventure, the real discovery, was just beginning. The story of the core of discovery is the driving metaphor for our present moment in history. In every field, in every business, every organization, every school, every church, leaders are realizing that the world in front of us is radically different from everything behind us. What got us here won't get us there. Today, we have stepped off the map. We are in uncharted territory. What do we do? We are exactly where God wants us. And to understand what God wants us to do in the times we live in, we need to go back to the story of Abraham and Sarah in Genesis 12, 1 to 5, which says this. The Lord said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran, and headed for the land of Canaan. So Lewis and Clark went into uncharted territory. Abraham and Sarah went into uncharted territory. And today we are moving into uncharted territory. The three key verbs in this passage about Abraham and Sarah are leaving, going, and blessing. The first one is leaving. God called Abraham and Sarah to leave their native country, their relatives, and their families. How would you react if God called you to do that? 
If God spoke to you in a dream and said, I want you to leave the United States and go live in Canada or Mexico or Ethiopia or Russia or Korea, how would you react? If you knew that God was calling you to a place where you would never see your family again, how would you feel? This was a huge move. It wasn't like after they left, they could stay in touch with their family on their cell phones or on the internet. They could have sent a letter on the Camel Express, but that would take a long time to get word there and back. This was a huge step of faith. They didn't know where they were going, what they would find there, or what they would encounter on the way. God was calling them to leave what was familiar and comfortable. In some ways, our past can hold us back. Instead of being rooted, we become confined. We start to think we are in control. We become complacent. There's no indication Abraham and Sarah had a bad life, but God wanted them to have a better life. He knew what he wanted to give them couldn't just be an add-on to their lives. It had to replace some things in their lives. They had to give up some things to make room for better things. This is part of the Christian life. This is what God is asking us to do. God is asking us to leave behind some things we have grown accustomed to, some things we have become attached to, some things we feel comfortable with. God is like the mother bird who pushes the baby bird out of the nest to learn how to fly. God may be wanting us to leave behind some things about our culture, some mental frameworks we have of our world, some familiar old ways of how we do church. What do you think God might want you to leave behind? The second key verb in this passage is the verb going. God tells Abraham and Sarah to go to the land I will show you. God didn't even tell them where they were going. He just said, go. You're on a need-to-know basis. You don't need to know where you are going yet. I will show you when you get there. Imagine packing up your house or your apartment and putting all your earthly possessions in a moving van and driving out on the road and not knowing where you are going. You don't know what city you're going to live in. You don't know what job you're going to have. You don't know where to unpack. That would be unsettling. I would feel anxious. God was telling Abraham and Sarah, go to what is unfamiliar and uncomfortable. This is how God leads us when we choose to follow Jesus. 
he doesn't tell us where he is sending us. This makes us nervous. I don't like this. I am a planner. I like to think ahead and know where I am going long in advance. As Christians, God doesn't always let us do that. And so it raises the question, can we really trust God? It forces us to live by faith. We don't know what to expect. The world is changing on us. We don't know how to, pl how to plan or how to prepare. We don't know what to get ready for. The world in front of you is nothing like the world behind you. What got us here won't get us there. We need to change. God has called every one of us to go out in mission to a new changing world. We don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. But God does have all the answers. And we have to keep learning to trust him. The third verb in this passage is the verb blessing. As we are leaving some things behind from the old world, and as we are moving towards some new things in what the world is becoming, God will bless you. It's not that he may bless you. It's not that he might bless you. He will bless you. If you are following Jesus into uncharted territory, you will be a blessing to others because God is with you. God tells Abraham and Sarah that all the families on earth will be blessed through you. You are blessed to be a blessing. You can be, you will be, and you are a blessing to others. This is the journey we are on today. We are on a journey like Abraham and Sarah. We are on a journey like Lewis and Clark. We know we are moving into a new world. We know the world is changing. We don't have all the answers. We don't have all the solutions. And God says, that's okay, just go. And as you go, I will bless you and you will bless others. What is needed today is a spirit of adventure where we are making new discoveries, seeing our world in a new way and seeing God in a new way. We are living in an adapt or die moment. This is a moment where our backs are against the wall and we are unsure if the church will survive to the next generation. God is leading us off the map into uncharted territory. In the face of uncertainties and potential losses, so that we will learn and be transformed. As he stepped off the map into uncharted territory, 
Meriwether Lewis discovered that what was in front of him was nothing like what was behind him. And that what had brought him to this point in the journey would take him no farther. He had to make a big decision. What would he do? Lewis and Clark were looking for a water route, but now they had run out of water. How in the world do you canoe over mountains? You don't. If you want to continue forward, you have to change. You have to adapt. Meriwether Lewis looked at the miles and miles of snow-capped peaks, and he knew that to continue his journey, he would have to change his entire approach. The same thing was true for Abraham and Sarah. The same thing is true for us today. For the rest of this month, we are going to be talking about how we can learn to canoe the mountains, how we can adapt to the uncharted territory we find ourselves in, and how God is transforming us during these changing times. The journey God is leading us on is a journey of personal transformation. We go from being river rats to mountain climbers. We stay on course with the same goal, but we change absolutely everything required to make it through uncharted territory. We ditch the canoes. We ask for help. We wear masks. We social distance. We wash our hands. And we find new ways to go over the mountains. You have to let go of some things. You have to learn some new things. And you keep going no matter what. This is where we are today. We are now off the map. We are now in uncharted territory. There are no quick fixes. No magic bullets, no magic vaccines, and no easy answers. This is a divine moment. This is an opportunity to express even more clearly what it means to follow Jesus and how to serve him. The church has always been a core of discovery. It has always been a small band of people who are willing to head into uncharted territory with a mission of utmost importance. And as the story of Abraham and Sarah tells us, we are leaving behind one world, we are going into another world, and we are blessing people as we go. God bless. Stay safe. See you soon.